Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, welcome to Q&A. We're so glad that you're joining us this morning. This is your opportunity to ask questions from the sermon this morning. So you'll see the numbers up on the screen. We'd invite you to text them in. We have Ryan with us this morning. Thanks so much for teaching today. Yeah, you betcha. And for pushing a whole bunch of paper all over the auditorium. <laughs> I was thankful no one was in the front row. That's probably a good idea. And um, we also have Tony Anderson, who's our executive pastor and pastor of counseling here at CFC. So excited to have him here as forgiveness is something um, often covered within counseling. Yeah, so yeah. grateful to have you guys both here this morning. Yeah. And we'll get rolling if you're ready. Sweet. We've got questions and Let's we're ready to go. So even if any of these questions may trigger a thought in your mind, we would encourage you to text it in because likely if you're thinking it, someone else is as well. So would encourage you to do that. Um, so first one this morning about trust. If you don't trust someone, does that mean you haven't really forgiven them? Ah, interesting. Uh, no. I, I I would come to separate trust and mm. forgiveness personally. I think a lot of times, like I mentioned it in the short changers, we say, well, uh, I'm not going to forgive them unless I trust them. But that's the thing is forgiveness isn't really based on anything. So why would we why would we base it off of trust? And trust is typically it's earned as well. But like if you wrong me, I can still forgive you. You know, Jesus didn't say, well, uh, I'm not going to forgive them until I trust them. I would he never would have. How would that ever <laughs> yeah, work? <laughs> it would not have. It would not have worked. He, he, he gave forgiveness regardless of trust. And if we were to forgive, mm. just as he forgave, then I give forgiveness regardless of trust. Now I hope. I hope that person earns trust back, and sure. hopefully that relationship can uh, be brought back to where it should. But my forgiveness, I don't see as dependent on it. I guess. So, any thoughts there? No, I mean, if you think about it, if we were to forgive 70 times seven in a day, there's no time to earn trust back. Yeah, And we also have to be good stewards. I mean, if someone wronged you but are dangerous, you don't say, well, because I forgive you, I put myself in a dangerous situation. Again. Sure, so that's fair. Definitely would separate the two. That's good. Um, so about past hurt and bringing it back up, um, if I've moved past the hurt, Giving forgiveness would bring it back up and maybe disrupt the relationship. Should I really bring this back up? Bring it back up. So it sounds as though they they move past the situation without forgiving and have just kind of gone on with life. So if they bring it back up um, to start dealing with it again, Hmm, that's interesting. Would that disrupt the relationship? Yeah, I'd I'd be curious to ask a question about what do you mean to move past it, I suppose? Mm. Like in the sermon we talked about forgiveness is I'm not going to bring it up to me. I'm not going to bring it up to you. And, and I'm not going to bring it up to another person like mm-hmm. that, that I've, I've, I've committed to not hold, to use it to hold against them for harm or anything. So uh, d- if they have done that, I don't know. It's just an intriguing thought. I, I, I've just come to see if you have done that, you don't need to bring it back up if you've committed to that. And I mean, if it's if forgiveness is a a conscious decision we make often, and that person's wrong comes to your mind, no, I forgive them. I'm going to remember their sin no more. So I guess it, it's an interesting um, thought. But if you haven't forgiven them, you need to. You need mm-hmm. to. If you just try to brush it under the rug and not address it, I think it, it's good to think the thoughts of Lord, I'm for, I've forgiven them and whatnot. So just in my initial thoughts to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably need some more facts. You know, Mark eleven twenty five says, while you're praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them. So mm-hmm. that's anyone. 
then several places, the Lord says, if a brother or sister sins, we are commanded to go to them and lovingly admonish them. So we have an obligation. We may have forgiven them in our heart, but if it's never been dealt with, if it's a Christian brother or sister, we're commanded to go and say, from the facts that I know, I believe that was a sin and I'm encouraging Mm -hmm. you to repent. So Mm -hmm. um, the first part when we're praying, that's for the peace of our own soul and spirit. The mm-hmm. other one is a loving pursuit of a wayward brother or sister. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in the story that you shared, Ryan, in your own experience, you talked about kind of this eight-year journey of choosing um, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I think one thing we've heard oftentimes in Q&A when talking about forgiveness is, well, if they haven't asked for it, should I forgive them? Mm-hmm. So in that story, did that individual uh, yeah. seek forgiveness from you? No, they, they they never did, and but I think it's true. I think, to my understanding, forgiveness is complete when they ask and I extend. But even if they never ask, I do the work in my heart, mm-hmm. regardless of their request or mm-hmm. or uh, desire for it. But they was never asked. But if he had in that in that doorway, I would have easily said, "Yes, I, I have." Please know that Jesus has extended it to me. How cruel would it be for me not to extend mm-hmm. it to you? So I don't think it's based on the person that hurt. I just do the work in my heart uh, mm-hmm. already if, you know, not if, regardless of if they do reach out or not. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I know that's a a tricky thing that we've walked through before. It can be hard to understand. Like, well, if they haven't asked for my forgiveness, yes. why am I extending it? But as far as we can deal with our own hearts to be at peace like with others, it's what we need to yeah. be yeah. seeking to mm-hmm. extend the forgiveness of Christ because yeah. he didn't wait for us to That's right. Yeah. <laughs> clean up. That's right. <laughs> um, so that was a question right here, actually. Do we forgive if the offender doesn't ask? Just write or tell them? Just write or tell them? <laughs> should I forgive a person if they haven't asked? Oh, should I tell them? So should uh, I forgive a person uh, if they haven't asked to be forgiven? Should I tell them? Meaning should I tell them they need to ask for forgiveness? I, I personally wouldn't. I don't see the reason to tell them if they hadn't asked, I suppose. So, I mean, maybe there's a place to do that, but I would just do the work in my heart and choose not to bring it up to myself, another, or them. So mm. I don't know if you have any... Well, I think it goes back to what if if it is a believer, Luke 17, 3 says, if your brother sins, go and admonish yeah. him. That is a command. So, yeah. but in that case, I'm going to him for his benefit, not to yeah. try to cleanse myself. I've mm. I've done that work. You know, the <clears throat> the debt thing that Ryan did is so um it's such a great illustration. I look at it this way: if someone sinned against me, They've created a debt, but I'm commanded basically to endorse like the back of a check to the God and say, God, I forgive him. It's now up to you to Mm -hmm. collect the debt or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that would either be because Jesus ends up paying the penalty for that Mm -hmm. sin or the Lord still has, he's still under condemnation, but I'm not the judge anymore. I've endorsed that debt over to the father. And now I may have a out of biblical love, have to go to my brother, but it's not because I'm trying to, you know, settle accounts with myself, like the two servants today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do think, I think there are times where we might use going up to someone and saying, hey, I've forgiven you as like a means of, I'm up here, just let you know, I forgave Mm. you, I forgave you that time, you know? I just, I do agree. There, there might be times we use that as a way to build ourselves up, mm-hmm. but there's for sure the yeah. right way of approaching someone, especially if they have sinned 
um, against yeah. us or whatnot, but it is for their benefit, not harm. Yeah. I definitely agree. Absolutely. Um, so this is asking a question about the parable that was told. Um, when you continue reading the parable, the king finds out the servant he forgave didn't forgive his servant. If forgiveness should be the way, why then does the king turn the servant over to the torturers? Yeah, that, that's a. There's that, there's some different interpretations here. Torturers, executioners. I know. I was talking with Tony about this just on Thursday night. Yeah. And you go ahead because you, you spoke about it better than I did in terms of the difference there. Well, this is one of those things where we could be wrong. Yes. But yes. as I look at it, Jesus says the kingdom of God can be compared to this. And so the first servant has his debt canceled, sort of a picture mm -hmm. of coming to salvation. But we have to remember that anytime we sin against God, it still creates a debt that's been paid. I think when he turns him over to the executioner, I mean, torture. to the torturer, yeah. that speaks to correction. Until mm -hmm. he w forgives, he's still walking in sin. He's withholding forgiveness. And so I believe he is saying, until you now have a new debt failing to forgive, until that debt is paid, I'm going to bring loving correction to you because you're misrepresenting the gospel by withholding mm -hmm. forgiveness. So that's how I would interpret it because Ryan made a good point. We have to interpret Scripture with what we know is true. We can't earn the salvation. We can't lose it. Right. Um, and so if that's all true, that's how I would, that's how I would interpret this passage. But he made, a, he made a great point, too, that if I'm not forgiving, it could be I haven't really received forgiveness because mm -hmm. forgiving like Jesus did is spirit-driven. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't forgive without the indwelling spirit. So. Yeah. Definitely agree. My take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm so glad that you uh, brought that up about the power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in the process of forgiveness. It, it's so powerful. And it really is when you're able to extend forgiveness in a difficult situation, that freeing freedom mm -hmm. that comes from that, from being yep. controlled or held by bitterness is just a, really is a powerful and a joyful, yep. not to say it's easy by any means, but there is that freedom that comes. And then it's such a great reminder of the Lord's work yep. in our life. And I think even in my own story, uh, if the spirit wasn't inside of me and the story I told during the mm -hmm. service, I don't think eight years later, I would have even shaken his hand. I would have, you know, I would have just moved away. Like I'm just going to ignore him. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's what I was trying to say I was, as I was sharing mm -hmm. it, that the only reason I was able to extend a hand was because I truly believed the spirit had been working in my heart in order to forgive and uh, he just had—he just worked in a cool way in my life, and it's a story I'm always thankful for. Mm -hmm. And one, I just—I continue to go back to when someone else wrongs me. Mm -hmm. I want to do the work of forgiveness because I don't want to quench the spirit. Because if we never forgive, mm -hmm. how is the spirit going to have a place in our life to yeah. change yeah. our hearts and whatnot? Yeah. So, I definitely agree. That's mm -hmm. good. Uh, so you had also mentioned as you were teaching and acknowledged that um, some have gone through really difficult hurts. Yeah. That. Many cannot understand or have have gone through before. So we do have a very specific question, and Tony, this may be something from the counseling perspective um, that you would respond to. It said, "How do you forgive your parent if they have sexually or physically abused you?" Well, first of all, if that's true, I'm very sorry. Yeah. I mean, that is that's... that is horrific. Yeah. It is. Um, I think, and Ryan did a great job with his illustration of the paper today, there, that we have to say there is a reality that on a horizontal level, um, 
there are some sins that have earthly consequences Mm. greater than others, for sure, that have lasting consequences. But I think, and Ryan, your example was a good one, is the way you forgive is you really start trying to think through your sin against a holy God. Because we think, well, yeah, I did tell the little white lie, but no one has, there's no long-term repercussions. I lusted in my heart. No one was harmed. Mm -hmm. This, I was physically harmed in some way. How can that not be greater? And I think what we have to realize is that um, our sin, any sin, required the death of a perfect Savior. Mm -hmm. And so I think your picture of that, it, it is, it's, you have to take your eyes off the particular sin against you and just really reflect on um, what our sin has done, mm. what it required. Um, that That's why the debt is billions of dollars. People struggle with that. They, mm-hmm. they don't, and rightfully so. I mean, I would be the same way. How can, how can my, my sin be billions of dollars and this horrific sin against me be three months wages? Mm-hmm. Um, not because we're belittling the horrific sin against an individual, but it's just recognizing what it took to redeem us uh, to to the Father. And so, you know, I, I think Jesus says a lot, those who've been uh, forgiven much, love much. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to, if we can recognize how much we've been forgiven, we can love so much more by forgiving. But that is, that's, that is hard. It mm-hmm. really is hard. And I, I understand if that is a true situation. I can understand that wrestling because it's like, this is something that I will live with. Mm-hmm. You know, as I try to take my thoughts captive, the consequences yeah. are yeah. forever. And it's like, I just don't see my sin that worse as bad as what happened to me. But that's what the parable tells us. And yeah. so we have to believe it is true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. But I agree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for anybody who may be walking through any kind of hard, whether it's to this um, degree of a horrific event or anything else, we do have a counseling ministry here. Yeah. So we have the Hope Center that is here to mm-hmm. come walk alongside you um, and to biblically pour into you um, through those difficult situations. So yeah. we really encourage you to not walk that path alone um, yeah. in, in these hearts. And that's why the one and others are there. And that's why we have the Hope yeah. Center. I want to encourage you um, to do that. So just wanted yeah. to make sure. Yeah. Those are known. Maybe the start of a new year. I'm going to dive in and tackle that problem biblically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, Ryan, is there anything? I'm sure it's difficult, like when studying these passages, to fit everything in. Yeah. I know yes, you is. had some <laughs> extra things you might have had to pull I did, out. I did. Um, anything else you would want to mention as we wrap up here? You cut 15 minutes out from right, your surely. first practice. you got to have something for us. Yes, I did. <laughs> I had a bunch of graphics I wanted to show, but I couldn't. A lot of people don't want to sit there for two hours. So. <laughs> but um, I really, an encouragement if you find yourself not forgiving, uh, what I have started doing in the past couple of weeks is asking the question of, is there something I, I don't believe about Christ's forgiveness mm. And then that's that's stemming this problem with this person and not forgiving them as well. I mean, we talked about hell giveness and loan giveness, but I wish I could have sat there a little longer to talk about how often the brokenness on a horizontal plane is rooted in a brokenness in terms of a wrong view of his forgiveness to me. Mm. And so it could just be a good like 20 minute practice to just put your thoughts down. I'm not forgiving him for I'm not forgiving them for this reason. Is there something about Jesus that I'm, I'm getting wrong here of his forgiveness? And 
And so it, you might, not, nothing might not come up or something might not come up, something might, but I think it's just a good practice for us just to see, I want to correct, I want to correct the vertical mm-hmm. and I think the horizontal will play out from that. Yeah. So yeah, be a little practice to do. I think that's a great practice. Good way to start the new year. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So appreciate you teaching this morning, Tony. Appreciate you joining us. And thank you for all your questions. Really appreciate those. Hope you guys have a wonderful day and happy new year. Happy new year. See you. Happy new year. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.